Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Welcome to our New Year's Eve celebration live from Gray Street. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Pastor Joe Campbell, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 2024. Yes. So ready for 2023 to be gone. For me, I'm ready for it to be gone. I don't know about you. I'm excited for 2024. Well, we got an exciting evening. Yes. Uh, In fact, I I think I have 24 guests on the show. I think you do. (laughs) I really think you do. And so it's a big show uh, for the next four hours. Yes. We're glad you're here. Yes. And uh, we're so excited today. We have Pastor Joe Campbell, yes. pastor Woo! here at Morningside Morning Church. Of our church. I am thrilled to be here. He had a great service this morning. Loved yeah. your message this morning. Appreciate Loved church it. this morning. We love you, Pastor Joe. You know, you can always watch live church I, if you're anywhere around the world. You can always tune in just like you are right now to Amen. PTL Network, and you can watch church right here on Gray Street every single Sunday morning. I love it. My favorite church, so I'm glad you come by. And you know, this morning God gave me a word last night you were about really... somebody with the eye and the stomach. I know. I got a text this afternoon from Florida, and the guy said it was it, it was right on for him, and he said he hadn't had any trouble since we prayed. Oh, praise God. So, that's God. Thank you, Lord. Pastor, so your your sermon is, was so right on today. Thank you. And what a great sermon to start the new year. Kick it off, man. That's I tell right. you, only God. Yes. I and also well, tonight, know, my, my assistant is Rick. That's right. There we go. Rick Baker. There's no greater title. <laughs> Amen. My vice president, Rick. Mm-hmm. Rick. That's right. Amen. There's no greater title than being your assistant. It's getting to learn the true gospel, the revelation, and the times Amen. we're living in today. Amen. Yes. That's yes. right. Yes. Amen. Mondo is doing good. He, he's had surgery. Yes. That's right. He's recovering he's, well. His doctor asked him not to go out. So yes. he had to stay home tonight. That's right. Wow. But he's watching, and he's uh, looking at the news because things are breaking all over the world. I was going to say, he, watching. he's still working. We called him right before the broadcast. We said, Mondo, if anything breaks, you got to call our phones. <laughs> he's going to be, he's gonna be constantly refreshing the news to I make sure nothing that. breaks. And yeah. one of my older girls. Wow, honey. Happy New Year, everyone. Amen. I am so That's happy. Right. How long have you been uh, working with me? Oh my! Wow, since Lord. I was twelve years old, <laughs> you put me to work, Dad. Immediately. That's how. That's how. I love it. You tra- now I always say I'm like you trained us up in the ministry. Now we're training our kids and any other kids that are around. That's right. They helped us set up this whole thing. It's amazing. That's right. And your sister is in the audience. Yes, little Lori. She's Amen. back there behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, she's all over the place. You know, one of the beautiful aspects about this is that you raised us to truly love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Everything else is secondary to our love for Jesus. That's That's why we do what we do, though, because the people are here. Why? Because we know that they're going to have an encounter with Jesus, and nothing else matters. Once you've had that encounter, once you've seen him face to face, you'll realize everything else is secondary. It's why we do what we do. It's why we have the PTL television network 
the voice of the prophets. It's simply so that you can gain the knowledge and have that Thank encounter you. with the Lord. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I'll start out with a prophecy, okay? Come on. Amen. Amen. This year's going to be the wildest rock and roll you've ever had. <laughs> I believe that. Amen. And these are the end of times, but Jesus is coming. Come on. Yes. Right. Amen. That's right. And, and I'll tell you, one of these days, I would have fly away. Amen. Oh, glory. <laughs> Amen. 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 You know, it's about time you learn to shout a little more. Yeah. Oh, you can't. We need your energy, guys. We, we need, need it. Pastor Joe. Yes. Do you believe in shouting? I do. You know, that kind of music and that kind of atmosphere is how we grew up. Yeah. Camp meeting. And I tell you what, there's nothing like a good old Amen. camp meeting service. Amen. Nothing like I'm, that. I'm hoping this year to have camp meeting every night. Yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Amen. You know, I, you, Ricky said this morning something about the revival. Yes. And uh, that was in my notes in yes. my sermon wow. that revival come. Yeah. And it isn't about a service or an evangelist or an event. It's about the anointing. Yeah. And Amen. you watch right. and see this year we're going to see right. more miracles, more yeah. signs, more yeah. wonders, more, more of God, yes. and there's going to be, this is the year of the harvest. That's yes. it. Amen. Yes. Man, I tell you, we need to be ready. You know, I'm, I'm going to prophesy. Okay. Morningside, I don't even like doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Morningside is going to be sold out. Mm. Amen. Praise God. Sold yeah. out to Jesus? Yes. Yep. Yeah, sold right. out to Jesus. Jesus and people. Sold out. <laughs> it'd be full. Yeah. It'd be oh, full. yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Amen. Maybe we'll have to buy more room, more land. <laughs> hey, build again. Amen. What does the Bible say? It says a few things are going to happen before the end comes. The book of Revelation details it for us. Matthew 24 details it for us. But one thing that I absolutely love is that the gospel is going to be yes. preached Everywhere, Everywhere in the world. Yeah. That's one thing I absolutely love. Yeah. And what do we do here on the PTL Television Network? We preach the gospel around Amen. the world. And we're live right now to many continents, many countries. And we want to thank you for watching the PTL Amen. Television Network <laughs> as we broadcast live, preaching the gospel. Amen. It's live tonight, and it, in, in the future, we're going to be live more. Amen. But it, this can be live all the time. Yes. If, if you want to be. That's but, right. And the Lord blessed us with the network yes. because he knew that there would need to be a place where the prophets can come yes. and uncensored give their word yes. because yes. there is no yes. government yes. entity yes. that is higher than God. There is no sect of religion that is higher than God. Right. When a word from yes. the Lord comes, the prophet mm. must be able to give it That's uncensored. Yes. And right if you've had a, come, a setback, get ready for a comeback. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. right. Amen. And you that's believe what, that? I absolutely Amen. believe Well, look at your life story. Yeah. The Lord has brought you back better and better and, and better, better. Mm -hmm. every single time. Amen. Every Amen. single time. You're an inspiration to so many. Yes. But I keep coming back. Amen. It's pretty amazing. That's, That's right. right. He does keep coming. He's not pretty through. amazing. Listen, I'm yeah. with this guy 24-7 behind yes. the scenes. If you guys really knew, I wish you guys, if somebody, if we would have had a little more people, or we're, we're working real short staff, let's say. Let's say many, everybody wears many hats. But if you could have just seen us in the back room, Maricela and myself getting ourselves ready to come out here and be with all of you. And, yes. and then the family kind of running around back there and every, the, our assistant, Miss Linda, is running around back there taking care of us and helping us and made us a home-cooked meal. And we got to wow. eat a home-cooked, healthy <laughs> meal. It was I wonderful. It. Thank you, Linda and Frank. And so, um, 
But all that to say, it's so, so exciting that to think, really, Jim, it's been almost four years when you had that stroke. I don't even like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't call it mm-hmm. his stroke or anything like that. I just call it that stroke. And But you know what? Here we are almost four years yeah. later mm-hmm. sitting here right now. On, and here, look at you, Jim. 84 years old. Yeah. You will yeah. be the day after tomorrow. So Amen. I just got to get that out there, too. That's right. It's Jim's 84th birthday on January 2nd. Well, that was a story you were telling me the other day. You were on the phone with your friend. Yes. And you said that if, unless she had known you personally, yes. she would have never known that you had went through anything. Right. But I want to tell you, watching right now, that's what the anointing yeah. does. That's, that's, right. that's what the yeah. power of God does. That, yes, you may be going through some things, but when you get out here, yeah. you are anointed. You are called to sit exactly where you sit. And that's why people on the other end of the television screen, they say, he looks healthy, he looks happy, and he looks like he's ready to finish Amen. strong. Yeah, Amen. Finish amazing. sport. Run the race. I, we have Amen. between 15 and 20 guests tonight, and <laughs> I better start in introducing all of them right now. But Michael Snyder, one of the great uh, men of God of this hour, mm-hmm. he is a prophet, he's a lawyer, he, he lived in D.C. for many years, and now he's moved up to the mountains. He won't tell me where. Well, I actually know, but I, I'm not we supposed tell to tell. And I'm not supposed to tell you where, because he's there to hear from God. Yeah. Yes. And he hears from God. And so I would like to switch to the mountains right now and hear from Michael Snyder. Hello, my name is Michael Snyder, and today I want to talk to you about five Bible prophecy trends to watch in 2024. 2023 has been a chaotic year. We've seen so many things happen. We've seen war erupt in the Middle East. But I believe that 2024 is going to be the most important year for Bible prophecy that any of us have ever experienced so far. So buckle up and hold on tight because things are about to get really crazy. So really quickly, I'm going to share with you five major trends to watch for the coming year. Number one, politics. Needless to say, the presidential election is coming up. I believe it's going to be the most chaotic uh, election season that America has ever known. There's going to be chaos and, and, and unrest and protest and all of that, but it'll be leading up to the election. And then I believe that the election is going to actually make things even worse in terms of unrest and because the result of the election is going to cause chaos, I believe. And so we will want to watch that because we are already seeing a tremendous crime wave in this country. We're seeing unrest. We're seeing anger and frustration. And I believe that it's going to be brought to a crescendo. It's going to explode. We're going to see more crime, more civil unrest. And a lot of it is is going to be uh, magnified and multiplied and fueled by just hordes of illegal illegal immigrants which have been brought into this country. Millions are already here. Millions have been brought in during the Biden administration and thousands more pour over the border uh, every single day. Just a a little while ago, they set a brand new record. Most uh, immigrants encountered at the border on a single day. So it's increasing and and that's going to make the crime and the violence and everything that's coming uh, even worse because so many of them will participate. The second thing, number two, uh, war. Uh, It just came out. NBC News just reported President Xi Jinping, when he came to the summit in San Francisco, do you remember that? He met face-to-face with Joe Biden, and he told Joe Biden to his face that China has decided to reunify with Taiwan. 
Now, he said, hey, we'll do it peacefully if we can, but we'll do it by force if necessary. He told this right to Biden's face. And so he said the only thing that hasn't been decided yet is the timing. Now, needless to say, Taiwan is not going to reunify with China peacefully. So that means that war is coming. And the moment that China invades Taiwan, the United States will be at war with China. There's one of the three wars of the apocalypse that I've been t talking about. Another one is the war with Russia, which has already begun. Now Russia, the, the tightest term, Russia is gaining uh, territory steadily day by day all along uh, the various fronts there in Ukraine. Ukraine is losing. And so th this situation is going to escalate dramatically and, and ultimately uh, down the road lead to a direct confrontation between the United States and Russia. Let's hope that uh, uh, is delayed for as long as possible. That's the second war of the apocalypse. The third being the war in the Middle East, where Israel has, has gone into uh, uh, Gaza and they're having great success against Hamas and they're defeating Hamas. But the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said, hey, when we're done with Hamas in the south, we're going to deal with Hezbollah in the north. Of course, there's already been lots of fighting in the north, but it's not a full-blown war yet. But the Israeli government and Netanyahu, they're now saying, okay, Hezbollah, the, the, the UN agreement that was made uh, after the last war says you have to be 30 kilometers north beyond the Latani River. But they're not. Hezbollah's right on the border. So Netanyahu is saying, we're gonna, we're gonna, when we're done with Hamas, we're going to push Hezbollah north of the Litani River, 30 kilometers north, and Hezbollah is not going to go willingly. So that is going to mean war. That's going to mean war between Hezbollah and Israel. That's coming. It's inevitable now, just like the other two wars. And that's the third war of the apocalypse that, I'm talk, that I've been warning about. So war is going to be the second... I believe uh, another major theme of 2024. Then we've got the, uh, and the war is gonna make the third thing I wanna talk about, global food crisis, even worse. Okay, the UN is already saying, hey, uh, we're facing this tremendous global food crisis, 2.4 billion people didn't have enough food to eat, eat last year. The final numbers for 2023 are gonna be even worse. Uh, here in the United States, one out of five children does not have enough food to eat right now. Uh, food costs have, have gone up, hunger, uh, food banks are facing unprecedented hunger, homelessness in the United States is increasing at the fastest pace ever recorded, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and, and all this, it's, it's going to get worse in 2024, the global food crisis, ultimately, it's a global famine, which has already begun, people are starving to death in places like East Africa, around the world. Uh, like I said, 2.4 billion people, not enough to eat. It's going to get worse. So that's something to watch for. Then uh, fam, uh, uh, famine. And then number four, pestilences. Okay. We've already got COVID. It's still with us. There's a, 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 new, uh, uh, a new variant, which is causing all sorts of trouble. In fact, there was a lady uh, not too far from where we live. It goes to a local church. I don't know her personally, but she just died. Uh, from COVID. So COVID is still killing people, uh, you know, and we've got the response to COVID, which is another pestilence. And uh, uh, But then we've also uh, still got the bird flu that's had a major resurgence uh, here in the United States. Now that the temperature is getting cold, colder, already killed more than 100 million chick chickens and turkeys combined in the United States and Europe, and now it's spreading like wildfire again. And, and so that is a major problem with our food supply. 
uh, monkeypox in Africa, a whole new variant, a much more dangerous variant uh, has emerged, which is not just causing sores on the skin, but it's killing uh, hundreds of people. And so that's starting to spread in Africa, and they're keep, keeping an eye on that because they're saying, what's going to go on with that if that starts to spread around the world? But I believe more pestilences are coming in 2024. And then the final one, number five, natural disasters. We just had uh, a magnitude 6.2 earthquake in China. We've seen all these earthquakes in Turkey, Morocco, large earthquakes all over the world. Uh, we just had a, a massive uh, eruption in Iceland throwing plumes of lava 330 feet into the air it was very very beautiful but very very deadly in terms of you know the kind of force and destruction but that's not the only of course there's about 30 volcanoes currently erupting around the world and it's going to be more i believe and we're seeing solar activity that's something to keep an eye on the sun and that solar activity is linked to the natural disasters eventually we're going to see terrible natural disasters here in the united states so all these things are coming. They're going to intensify the birth pains. You know, we, we are living in the end times and, and conditions are going to get crazy. They're going to get worse. But those that know Christ have hope. Those that follow God have hope. If you want to have hope for the future, get right with God now. Because people say, hey, do you need food? Do you need supplies? You need all those things. You need to prepare physically for what's ahead. But the key is to prepare spiritually, to get right with God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to invite him to be your Lord and Savior today. If you do, you need to get right with God. You need to turn and, 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 and change direction. If you've been living for yourself, say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to live for you. So if you want to do that, if you want to get right with God, I'm going to say a really quick prayer of, of dedication. If you want to dedicate your life to God and get right with God for the year ahead, I'm going to say a prayer. And if, if, if that's the desire of your heart, pray along with me. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I need you. And I, I'm sorry I've been doing things my own way. I've been going on my own path. I choose you. I choose your commandments and your ways and your truth. Forgive me. Thank you for sending your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I surrender and I acknowledge Jesus Christ as my Savior and Lord. I acknowledge you, Lord God Almighty, as my Lord and my Savior. And uh, Lord Jesus, uh, take control of my life. Make me the person you want me to be. From this point forward, I will live for you. I commit my life to you. Thank you for saving me, and because of you, I have hope. Because of you, I have eternal life, and I will live for you from this moment on. And, and I pray all these things today in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach in Hebrew. Amen and amen. So if you made a commitment to get right with God today, tell someone, make it public, and then tell others how they can get right, how they can have hope in the future that's coming because we are moving into the most chaotic times in all of human history, and you get to be here for it. And that may sound like bad news, but it isn't. God put you here for a reason. He has a plan, he's in control, and he can make the, the next chapters of your life the greatest chapters if you'll follow him and, and surrender to his plan. So thank you again. Thank you for all those that are supporting what we do and supporting the book and the newsletter. Because of you, we are able to reach people in more than half of the, in, uh, the countries in the entire planet every single month. So thank you. God loves you. I love you. And I'll talk to you again very soon. Wow. Wow. Michael Snyder.
That was awesome. Michael Snyder from somewhere up in the mountains. That's right. Well, the word we'll he not had. not tell you where, but it's there. Yeah, it is. As you can and see he in hears the from God. Yes, he does. And he just summarized my message. Amen. He did. Wow. Praise God. I love he that. did. He did. I, I am preaching some of the last chapters of Revelation on this program, if God willing. Yes. yes. The way it's going, I don't know if I'll get there. Oh, you? But, <laughs> but I'll help you get there. It's very important because this is the hour. This yes. is the beginning of 2024, and I believe 2024 is the beginning of the end. I really believe Amen. that you're, we're in the last days. We are. Amen. And we're so, so thrilled to have uh, Michael, Snyder. Michael Snyder with us. Yes, and thank you, Michael. We Amen. love you so much. We're praying for you and your family, your beautiful yes. family. You know, whenever you think about uh, the days of Elijah mm -hmm. and that what God is going to yeah. do in this day and time, right. I'm telling you what, get ready. Put the seatbelt on. Yes. Right. Yes. This is the year for the salvation of souls That's and the it. harvest Amen. of souls. There Amen. Amen. I believe revival is going to break out everywhere we turn, yes. everywhere Amen. you look. I mean, in, it would seem like an accident, yeah. but it's no accident with God. And I was thinking about that whenever we was talking. Actually, Michael was talking about that a while ago. You know, we could have been born at any yeah, time period right. in history, right. but for God to pick the time of today that's and put us on this time period, right. what an oh opportunity. My. It's the greatest opportunity in Amen. all history Amen. because God chose for us to be at this place and yes. time in yes. history. He and did. I tell you what, there's there's nothing like that. I mean, we we, we, we're not worthy of that, but That's thank it. God that we are here. Yes. And Amen. we're going to see Amen. the unfolding of the end times. Amen. Yes. Praise Amen. the Lord. Yes. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. Happy birthday, Jim Baker. I love you so much, and I'm so proud of what you are doing for the kingdom of God. The last time I was with you, I stayed in the condominium at Morningside that used to be yours. And upstairs in the pool room, there was a small pool room there, there was a plaque on the wall and it talked about a friend loving at all times. And it was a photograph of you and I in that picture that you'd hung in your own place. You'll never know how much that meant to me. That the fact that when the lights go off and the audience goes home and they switch off the TVs, I'm still your friend. And I can tell you this with, without any fear or favor. You're one of the great friends of my entire life. My dad loved you. My mom loves you. We love you. And I believe that 84 years that God has allowed you to mark this world with your presence and the visions that you have. I believe this year could be one of the greatest years of your life because I'll tell you what, America needs your voice like never before. This coming year is going to be utterly insanity in this country. You're going to see stuff that's going to make you shake your head. And we need Jim Baker's voice and the voice of the prophets speaking clearly and loudly and surely in this year like we've never done before. That's why I'm giving $84 a month for the next 12 months to honor my friend, to bless him, to strengthen him, to lift up his arms like Aaron Hardin with uh, Moses in the battle. And every time you join with us to make this gift possible, and you join with me, by giving $21 a week, my goodness, that won't make a difference in your life. But I'll tell you what, it'll give Jim's voice clarity and strength to reach across this country. So happy birthday, my dear friend. I love you with all my heart. I love Laurie. I love the whole family. In fact, don't tell anyone, but I think next to Cameron, I'm a baker. I love you so much. Happy birthday, Jim. Love you. 
when there are so many prophetic voices lining up with the exact same message, yeah. you know they are all seeing the same thing. Yes. Yeah, a watchman sticky. sits on a tower where the common folk walk around and they may see their shops, they may see the stores they go into, but a watchman sits on the tower and he can see further and farther out. Why? Because of the position that he has been placed in. In the same yeah. capacity, we have yeah. watchmen yeah. here yeah. that are watching abroad. They're seeing things coming. And we have one of those prophetic voices that sent us in a video that I watched and truly was shaken to my core. And that's Bishop Alan DiDio. Yeah. And I really want to play this for you watching right now. This is Bishop Alan DiDio's word for 2024. Amen. What an exciting time to be alive. And I'm so thankful to be here with you, Pastor Jim, and the entire Baker family, the PTL Network. Thank you for standing strong during these dark days and equipping the body of Christ to be a light in the middle of the darkness. And this is going to be key heading into 2024. As I share with you what the Lord has shown me prophetically that's coming, I want you to begin to pray with your spirit. And I want you to see with spirit eyes, because as we talk about some of this darkness, you need to know that as it gets darker out there, you're going to get brighter and brighter. So I believe that we're going to see conflict in 24. I believe we are going to have war in 24, and that war is going to manifest itself on three planes. Number one, there is going to be a currency war. As nations attempt to inflate their currencies, not only that, but digital currencies are going to come under scrutiny as globalist powers are going to attempt to control the flow of money. Now, how do we as a church prepare for that? Number one, we get educated. Number two, we get inundated with the revelation of God's divine provision. You will not be able to be controlled by the globalist powers who are trying to manipulate the economy if you yourself are dependent on Jehovah Jireh, your provider. So we as a church have got to get inundated, baptized once again in the revelation of supernatural provision and being stewards of God's finances. If we, the body of Christ, can get a hold of that, there's nothing that they can do out there that can control us. Because like Elijah, even though there's a famine, God will be bringing us bread and flesh through ravens, supernatural provision, and transfer from the hands of the wicked to the hands of the righteous. That's number one. Number two, there's going to be a war as far as the cyber world is concerned. There are going to be viruses that are introduced. Watch this come on the world stage as people begin to talk about this. There are going to be viruses that are introduced digitally. They're going to cause more devastation than any purported viruses we've seen in the last four years. That's going to be significant. Most people don't realize that even, even the infrastructure, the fragile nature of the digital infrastructure of the United States, that a strategically placed EMP within seconds would cause tens of thousands, listen, if not hundreds of thousands to die within seconds in the United States of America. So we need to get educated on that. Now, the PTL Network has done an amazing job of providing you with resources, practical tools that you can use in order to be sustained and survive in difficult times like that. But then we get to the third thing that I believe is both spiritual and could be natural, and that is a civil or a cultural war. I think the parallel we need to look at is in 1 Samuel 21, when there was a civil war between the house of David and the house of Saul. That conflict converged at the house of the priest 
Ahimelech. Now, if you study the story, which I encourage you to do in 1 Samuel 21, because I think it's a parallel prophetically for where we're heading in 2024, you'll see that there is a character named Doeg. Now, Doeg is representative of the mega church minister who is more concerned about keeping the crowd than he is about being faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ. He betrays Ahimelech and Ahimelech and his entire house are killed. Now listen to this. That priest and his house are taken out, not because they're innocent, but because they were ignorant of the civil war that was taking place within the kingdom. He didn't realize there was a battle going on between the house of David and the house of Saul. And as a result of that, he perished. The church needs to wake up. We need to wake up and decide what side of the line we're going to be on. And I believe the church is going to be divided based on those who believe God is still actively alive and moving. And what he's doing in the church is more important than any of our picayune differences. And then there are those religious temple guards and sticks in the mud who want to hold on to their power, hold on to their dogma, and maintain the division that they've had in the body of Christ for far too long. The church is going to see greater division in 24 than we've ever seen. And I believe that that spiritual battle is going to spill over into the natural. We even see movies coming out in 2024 called Civil War, depicting a civil war in the United States. Uh, we're certainly, many people are living for a civil divorce where it'll be an amicable separation of states, but who knows what's going to happen. You need to be prepared practically as well as spiritually. How do we do that? You maintain unity within the body. And if we will maintain unity within the body, and I'm not talking about division over central issues. If people are dividing over who Jesus is, the nature of his being, of his character, of what he accomplished on the cross, those are non-negotiables. But in these secondary issues, we need to make sure that we can stand side by side with people who vehemently disagree with us and who we disagree with so that we can stand against the forces of darkness that we're going to be faced with in this coming year. And finally, I want to share with you the significance of 2024 prophetically. You'll see some great ministers who break down 2024 as a number, 24, 57, 84 of the Hebrew year. But I want to look at 2024. 20 is the number of expectancy. It means to expect. It means to anticipate as if something or someone is about to arrive. Something is about to happen. 24, that is the number of divine governing. 20, the number expect. 24, divine governing. Are you getting it? Expect divine governing. Expect divine governing. Now, what is the church expecting? We've been so inundated with the secular news that we're expecting nothing but doom and gloom. Pastor Allen, weren't you talking about the three wars and aren't we? No, that's what's happening in the world, but in the church. Remember, when there's darkness in Egypt, there should be light in Goshen. And as the darkness gets grosser and grosser in the world, the glory of the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the manifest presence of God on the inside of us gets brighter and brighter. So in the midst of all this, I want to ask you a question. What are you expecting? You can anticipate, prepare for, and plan for the worst. You should. But you should fixate your faith on divine 
governance. You should pray with faith, Mark 11, 22 to 24 faith, that speaks to the mountain and believes that whatever it desires when it prays, if it believes it receives, it shall have it. I want to encourage you today, begin to expect divine governance. There's a wake-up call coming. I believe that 2024 is the year where ministers and where Christians must sound the alarm. But here's what Psalm 80 verse 18 says, quicken me, O Lord, awaken me, and I will call on your name. Let us let loose an awakening cry that causes the body of Christ to call once again on the name that is above every name. And at that name, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So in 24, expect divine governance, sound the alarm, and be the light that God has called you to be. Amen. Wow. Amen. 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 Can you believe that? He is hitting the nail right on the wow. head every single wow. time. Yeah. Bishop Alan DiDio truly is a man who hears from the Lord. Yeah. And what he said, he said, expect divine governing. Yeah. We need to allow We've once again. Exactly. Amen. We have to have Jesus solely on the throne yeah. once again. Yes. Yes. We can no longer on. sit on the throne. We can no longer let a government entity sit on the throne. That's there right. has to be one ruler that is Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone. No king but King Jesus in 2024 That's and moving it. forward Amen. for the church. Wow. We have to do that. What a word. Pastor Joe, you, you haven't lived as long as I have, but almost. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's, it, it's at the point where we've got to have God. Absolutely. And Amen. you know uh, what he said about the dividing of the churches and the pastors and this, that, and the other? I believe that there's going to be a division. And in that division, I believe that a lot of people are going to have to make a, a choice decision who they're going to serve. Because yes. so many people are serving uh, other gods. Mm -hmm. And I right. tell you, that message that I preached this morning about having other gods right. before him, yeah. you know, a lot of people think, well, I don't serve another god. But you know what? Look at what you're serving. Yeah. Are you serving the true Lord Jehovah? Are you really yeah. serving God that is the miracle-working signs and miracles Amen. and healing. Do you believe in the power of the Lord yes. Jesus Christ? Yes, If I we do. do, then we should be saying that instead yeah. of saying the opposite. And yet so many churches are falling with, the, with whatever's happened in the world. They just follow in that groove and they're flowing downstream. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, it's time to fight and get back upstream yes. because Amen. God's coming and he's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. And I'm Amen. telling you, it's time for us to be ripe and ready. Yes, Amen. Amen. I'd like to hear from my good friend, Perry Stone, he's a man who has yeah. wow. helped change a generation. Amen. And uh, he's sent a message to us, too, to play for you right now. So here's Perry Stone. For many, many years, most of you who follow our ministry know that I have had a continuation of dreams about tsunamis striking specifically every coastal area of the United States, West Coast, East Coast, and also from the Gulf of Mexico. I do not go to bed thinking about tsunamis. I do not ask God to show me events concerning tsunamis. As a matter of fact, these dreams often come at a time when I least expect it. On the early morning hours of November the 9th, I had a very unusual dream. In this dream, Pam, my wife, and myself were with a group of uh, people. Some were young couples and some were teenagers. And it's as though we were all joined together we were talking about the Lord, etc. Suddenly, the house began to shake, and it was a major earthquake, and it actually started moving the foundation of that house. And then, uh, then it subsided for a moment, 
and, I, and a second quake came. Now, the thing was, there was no breaking up of the house, but there was a shaking of it, and there was no one inside the home that was wounded in any way. When I stepped outside, apparently this house was in a coastal area. The water had already come up to the porch, and I yelled at everyone and said, oh my goodness, that type of an earthquake was, is going to create a major tsunami that's going to put all of us in danger. And I received a call, and this call was coming from outside, but someone's cell phone was working at that time. And they said, let me tell you where to go. And they told us uh, a location. I don't remember the location uh, in the dream, but the house had a huge safe house in it, had food for such uh, situations like that. And we were trying to figure out how to get through the water that was there to some kind of a vehicle to make it to safety. Well, I kept asking the Lord, as a matter of fact, over the years, I've really inquired of the Lord that I've seen these tsunamis hitting and it's as though one comes and, and shortly thereafter another one comes and shortly thereafter another one comes and it's just, it's just a major disaster. But I've asked why. Why would the Lord allow this? What is the reasoning behind it? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, say this uh, and I know it's going to be very controversial with some people and as always you're going to have your critics to cut me down and stab me and backstab me and mock me but you know what? I'm 64 years of age and honestly at the point that I could give a rip. I really don't care. I've been preaching 47 years. I've tried to obey God and I answer to the Lord for what he tells me and I don't answer to anybody watching me on television or any uh, so-called watchdog ministry. You'll answer for the things you're saying just like I will for what I'm teaching. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a statement here and I'm going to go to the Bible to prove it. America is in great danger of coming under not a curse or a chastisement, but a complete judgment of God for the shedding of innocent blood. Now, if you'll go to the story of Jesus, Pilate declared Jesus an innocent man. Who was Pilate? If you're not familiar, Pilate was the governor elected by the Roman Empire over the area of Judea. And Pilate's wife had had a very serious dream and she saw in this dream that if Pilate was to do harm to Jesus in any way or permit there to be harm, that what would happen was he would be punished by God Almighty. She warned him of the dream and apparently he trusted her judgment and he trusted the fact that the dream was a warning. So here's what he did. After declaring Jesus innocent, he asked for a basin of water and he began to wash his hands in the water. Now, Pilate knew enough about the Jewish belief and the laws of Judaism being connected with the priesthood, etc., and being familiar with Ju Judea and Jerusalem. He would have had to know because he had to deal with the Jewish people in that area and the religious leaders as well, that he knew about the law of shedding innocent blood and the washing of the hands from Deuteronomy 21. So when Pilate washed his hands, what did the people in the crowd do? Now, this was a mix of people. This was predominantly the unbelieving religious crowd that Jesus had to do with, deal with. They said, his blood be upon us and upon our children. Now I wanna make a statement here. When that was said, what they did was they placed a self curse on themselves based on the law of Deuteronomy 21. What that meant was that the city of Jerusalem was now going to be under a very, very severe curse on judgment of God for shedding the blood of an innocent man. And they did, watch this, they put it on themselves. That's my point, don't miss that. 
they opened their mouth, and by opening their mouth and bragging on that, we don't care his blood be upon us and our children. They, at that moment, sealed something in the court of heaven that later was fulfilled 40 years later. They said, us and our children. So their children saw the complete destruction of Jerusalem, the burning of the temple, the burning of the city, the burning of the gates, and all of them that were not slain were taken into captivity to the Gentile nations and were sold by the Romans as slaves. And of course, many Jewish people did become slaves uh, back at that time after 70 AD of the destruction of the temple. Now, I'm going to tell you what's happening, and this is the part that'll be a little controversial, but I have to do what the Lord told me to do. The Bible says this in Proverbs, there are six things that God hates, seven are an abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Now watch carefully. When Pharaoh made the announcement to take the newborn Hebrew male children and throw them in the Nile River and get rid of them, of course the alligators would have eaten them, um, God heard that and years later, years later, when, uh, when another Pharaoh came to the throne, what happened? That Pharaoh is drowned in the Red Sea. So this Pharaoh wanted the children to die in the Nile and God said, I'm gonna mark you for death using water. Don't, don't miss this, using water. And of course, Pharaoh and his entire army drowned underwater. Now, here's something I want to tell you. At the time when an infant is birthed, woman goes through nine months of pregnancy, goes through severe labor pains at the end of the third trimester, and then her water breaks. When the water breaks, you have come to the peak of the labor, labor and you've also come to some of your most serious labor pains. And then eventually, under a normal birth, the, man, the child comes forth, all right? Now, I want you to listen to what I'm gonna say because when I woke up on November 9th having this tsunami dream, here's the warning for America. In 1973, the Supreme Court of the United States voted a ruling to legalize abortion on demand. And of course, that caused the opening of abortion clinics. And so from 1973 till uh, more recently, in recent time, millions of lives were taken, little boys and little girls that never had the opportunity to live. And I want, to, I want you to understand something that in Jeremiah 1, uh, I think it's verse 5, God said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and ordained you to be a prophet of the nations. This is called the foreknowledge of God. And God has a book of the living, not the book of life, it's a different book, where David said in Psalms, you knew me while I was yet being formed uh, you knew me, you knew my body parts, you knew what I would look like, and you also uh, uh, marked the number of days I would live. So in the foreknowledge of God, all of those infants that were aborted were sent, their, their eternal spirit was sent into that little body, the moment of conception to grow with the body, uh, and their life was taken, and God already had a name for them, and I can prove that because God named Samson, God named John the Baptist, God named Jesus, there are times that God would give the name of the child be, when it, before it was conceived, okay? It's the foreknowledge of Almighty God. We don't preach this. We don't, we don't cover this enough. We don't tell our young people of these type of things. It's sad because if you understand what God says, you understand why believers, and it's not conservative versus liberal, why believers who believe this book 
tell you that shedding the innocent blood of an infant is wrong. You would understand it if you knew what God said about it. That's my point. We had a reprieve some time back in which the Supreme Court said that they were putting, well, you, you know what happened with that. And so those who believed in the life of a child and pro-life, as they call it, were happy. But now the states, now you hear me, now the states are going to vote to allow it. And I saw a very a state that I always thought was a conservative state recently reversed that and said, we want it back. Now watch, there are some things in scripture that are sin, that are sins of the flesh, sins of the mind, sins of the heart, sins of the body. But there are other sins God calls an abomination. Seven things I hate, those who shed innocent blood. And then when you look at Deuteronomy 21, the land becomes cursed when shedding innocent blood. My point is that the America was given a reprieve by the courts saying, we believe that life is important. But when these states start reversing it, and you know, in November of 2024, it'll be on every ballot, and I will guarantee you the majority of states will reverse it, the majority. And the Lord spoke to me, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm not afraid to say this because I saw 9-11 five years before it happened. I saw that um, oil rig explosion right off of Louisiana, called a pastor in Baton Rouge, told him it was gonna happen, and a year and a half later, it happened. And I've seen things that have absolutely happened. So that's why I'm not afraid to give you this warning and go on record. I will go on record telling you this. If we reverse and start allowing shedding innocent blood again, we are in trouble from coast to coast. That's what the Lord spoke to me when I woke up from that tsunami vision. I've had these tsunami dreams and visions for 10 years. People say, well, when's it, when's it gonna happen? I just told you. God has, God at this point, now we're gonna get some previews of it, but God at this point is holding back to see what we're gonna do because here's the thing. Just like when David sinned, Nathan came to him and gave him this real, real long parable about, um, you know, this, this, this poor man had one lamb, a rich man had many, and the rich man went and got the poor man's lamb. What will happen? David said, he shall return fourfold. And you know what David did? He pronounced his own judgment on himself for killing Uriah, the, the husband of Bathsheba. He pronounced his own judgment. God let David either be merciful or pronounce his judgment. And he said, fourfold he will return. And David lost Bathsheba's baby and three other sons. The sword of the Lord never departed his house because he pronounced his own judgment. Can I tell you something? We think God's sitting around seeing what we're doing. He's going to send judgment. He's going to let the United States pronounce its own demise, pronounce its own judgment. And this is a serious word, and it's a very heavy word to preach. But I just want you to, uh, I want you to say, I want to say this to you. Uh, this is where those who know the book, if you know the book, this is where you have to stand up and stand for what the book says. Amen. Wow. Amen. Yeah. Very wow. powerful. Wow. Right on. Incredible. Oh wow. Um, wow. You know, Perry, uh, behind the scenes, listen, when he comes, he's right here with us so many times. We're behind the scenes, we're in the green room. This is what he amazing. talks about. This yeah. is what he preaches about right now, what you just heard him talk about. He has been having these, the, these, these dreams for the past 10 yes. years. Now, what he just said is so vitally important. Now, I can speak into this because of my past. I don't like to go into my past, but I do it 
so people can be set free, Amen. so you can know that you're forgiven. But yes. I went through five abortions. I know what he's talking about. I am exactly on the same page, exactly yes. on the same page as Perry Stone. What he just said to you, I know is truth. I'm watching these states, and I'm telling you, and I, I said to the Lord just a few hours ago, I was alone in my prayer closet. I have a real prayer closet, don't I, guys? Amen. Okay, the thing is, well, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, okay, you know, some of us might leave you. People leave you. I see the falling away because we talk, you know, we talk about the great falling away. Mm -hmm. I see people falling away from you, Lord. But Lord, oh my God, if you ever leave this country, Lord, yeah. if you ever leave Come the on. United States of America, yeah. we can't do it without That's you, right. Father. Amen. We yes. can't do it without you, Lord. Yes. Exactly Lord, right. what are we going to do? Lord, don't leave us. Okay, so some people might choose to leave. That's on you, people. Amen. Him. Choose to leave him. I'm talking, we, we cannot allow God to leave us Amen. as a nation. Amen. That's right. Amen. As believers. Amen. We Amen. cannot allow this Amen. in Jesus' name because he, listen, he's given us a gazillion chances yes. in the yes. United States Amen. of America, the greatest country in the whole entire world ever, ever, ever. And I want to thank Ricky and everyone who has served yes. in the military yes. Yes. for yes. this yes. great, great, yes. great country we have. We honor you all that have served, and you're not serving for no reason. You're serving to help protect this country, the greatest country ever in the Amen. United States Amen. and in, in, in the world, the United States of America. Amen. Thank you, Ricky, for serving. Thank you, everyone who has served Amen. this country. Yes. But Amen. I will Amen. tell you, you, you did, you're not doing it in vain. And we are soldiers of God's army. Aren't Amen. we called to be soldiers? You know when we were little kids, we sing you know, a song about being, you know, didn't we sing? The Lord's I, army. I even teach, yeah, the Lord's Army, right. right. Song. Remember that song, Nana? Yeah. You were just a little girl. You were singing, you know, marching the Lord's Army. But you know, I have all the videos and all the pictures. <laughs> right. um, but seriously, we are in the Lord's Army. Yes, we are. And when you, when you really look at the military, you know, look, you know, General Boykin taught me a lot about the military. When Ricky was making his choice to go into the military, I was like, oh, General Boykin in the back room, the green room. I'm like, I need you to speak into my life right now. I don't know if I want yeah. my son going there. I don't want him to die, you know, and all that, that, freak, that fear you have. But I'm so proud of him that he wants to go and to serve. Yeah. And because I know he's called to preach. He's a man of God. But yeah. at the same time, look, and General Boykin gave me some great advice. He said, Lori, be, be at his graduation, you and Jim. Yes. And support him all the way and believe him. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. We are so glad that you are watching today's show. I want to thank you for every day that you tune in to watch the Jim Baker Show and the Voice of the Prophets Network. It is an honor to bring to you amazing guests who are helping us to navigate during these times. I want to remind you that we have just launched our brand new affiliate programs this year, and God has blessed us to partner with vendors and manufacturers who are creating products that will help you prepare. I look at it as it's your true, your one-stop destination for your survival essentials, your health and wellness essentials, as well as that spiritual preparedness to be ready when we watch the voice of the prophets and they speak into your lives every week when you tune in and watch this show. I truly believe that they are mentoring us and I'm part of that. I sit here on this set and they mentor me in so many different ways and I know that it is a blessing for you as well. I want to just remind you that today, anytime that you give through the affiliate programs, 
or sending that one-time gift to the ministry, or if you're a monthly partner to help this ministry continue, you are standing with us. You're linking arms with Pastor Jim and Lori Baker and all of the team here at Morningside so that we could accomplish that great commission that the Lord has given us. I would ask of you to partner with us today by calling that toll-free number on the screen. It's 1-888-988-1588. Or you can also do your giving online at jimbakershow.com. And you can now use Tithely. It's available. You can do easy giving through Tithely. And that's available on our website. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your prayers. Together, we are going to have a wonderful year packed with amazing prophetic voices for you and I to come into your homes every single day. Now, let's get back to our prophetic show here at The Jim Baker Show. And one of the things that I, the greatest takeaways is from it uh, that I got from the military. Truly, the training was great. The, the brotherhood was great. But I realized that the armor of God is no longer a cutesy Bible story. That's right. It's not just a Bible story that you teach your kids. Hey, Amen. put on the armor of God every single day. It's not just something you read to them and send them off to sleep. No, we are truly living in warfare. We are truly, be, or we are truly yeah. given the armor to protect yeah. ourselves and to protect our flock around us. That's he gives right. us the weapons of our warfare. Right. We don't battle against flesh and blood. No. While we Come live on. in this flesh and blood, this isn't our primary function. We are first spiritual beings. That's yes, it. we do live in the United States of America, truly what I believe the greatest nation that has ever been. But first and foremost, our battle is spiritual. That's the it. enemy wants America. Why? Because we are a lighthouse yes. to the world. That's the right. enemy wants to take us down and we cannot allow it. That's right, Ricky. We Amen. need to go back to one nation under God. We yeah. need to start promoting Amen. that and let people know, hey, we yes, are Lord. a Christian Amen. nation. That's right. You know, no matter what the world says, we are going to stand and we're going to stand with God. And that power of agreement. And today, Ricky stood yes. and he prayed for the nation. Yeah. And I tell you, we had the people come up and gather around the front up there today to pray the power of agreement yeah. because we can change this That's nation good. if we will come together as a body of Christ we have more power than you even know. We have yeah. a secret weapon. That's our mouth. That's our prayers. That's our agreement. We that's need right. to stand on that. Yeah. And I shared this word a few weeks ago. I think it's vital to share again. In 2024, it will not be information that changes the nation. It will simply be revival. Yeah. Amen. Revival yeah. is the yeah. only thing that will change this nation. Let it be. They have the solidified their minds of what they believe is right and wrong. Absolutely. But you can believe whatever you want is right and believe whatever you want is wrong. But when you encounter the true That's spirit it. of God, yeah. you will set Amen. your moral compass in the right direction and you will know what is truly right and what is truly wrong. There's no moral compass that is right other than Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Boy, and know. we are living in the days that you have to make your mind up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. No more you have to, the Whether you're going to serve God or not serve God. Yeah. And it's time to get to get really get right with God. Amen. That's it. Tune in next time for the continuation of our New Year's Eve live celebration. Hi, this is Morgan and Alex Mitchell from Ark Seed Kids. We're so excited to be partnered with The Jim Baker Show. Jesus told us in Matthew 24, there will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world before his coming. Part of our response for this is Ark Seed Kits. This is called our all-in-one kit, okay. which has 50,000 seeds. 
Um, 70 varieties. So you might be at home thinking, I have never planted a seed in my life. I don't even know where to start. Exactly. Um, We have also offered a seed guidebook that I wrote and took time to go through every variety that we have, how you grow them, how you store the seed, how you save the seed. Wow. Um, When that time comes, that will help you do that. But this little book, Does it come in this tube? Yes. Yep, it comes in our all-in-one kit. All-in-one so kit. You'll have you that. You call this the all-in-one. Yes. Yeah. In the tube, we include a lot of varieties that are high protein, high calorie. So we offer 1,200 just be- just different bean variety seeds. So we have, mm. um, you know, these are just some They're examples beautiful. here. You have a group of seeds in this ARC package that is... For medicine, mm-hmm. health. Medicinal, we yes. call it. Yep. What do you call that? Yeah, so 16 of our, uh, out of the 70 are medicinal herbs. I want you I want you to go right now to jimbakershow.com. And you're going to look for the logo that has the ARC, as you see on the screen. It's our affiliate page. You click on that link, and you're going to order your ARC seeds directly from Morgan & Alex Company in Michigan. They're going to ship the product to you directly to your home. But you can order it that way, or you can also call our toll-free number and call, talk to our operators. That number is 1-888-988-1588 to place your order. You can receive one of the, the capsules here. This is the all-in-one seeds, 50,000 seeds. Or right now, for our ministry, they've put together the four. You buy four, and you're going to receive one for free. This is an item that's available here at the Jim Baker Show. When you go to that affiliate site, you'll be able to see the different offers that they have prepared for you. I want to share with you an amazing, amazing offer that we've put together for you, our faithful partners. When you give a love gift of $25 donation to the ministry or more, whatever it is that you feel the Lord leading, we want to bless you in return. Our team has come together and we have put together the double blessing offering. All my life, my dad has taught us that when you have a need, that is the time for you to reach out and to give out of your need. And that is what we are doing here at the Jim Baker Show. When you give a love gift to the ministry of $25 donation or more, some of you might be able to do $50, $100, whatever it is that you feel God is speaking you to do, do it. And when you give that donation, we want to say thank you. We want to match a full value, full retail value. We want to match your gift that you're sending in to help support this ministry by sending you gift items, faith-based Christian Christmas gift items that will bless you and your family during this Christmas season. You can do this today by calling our toll-free number. That number is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can also visit our website, jimbakershow.com as well. But we pray that this will bless you as you stand with our ministry. Let this be a double blessing for the both of us. If you want to see more content like this, like, share, and subscribe, or go to watchjimbakershow.com.